0: Today on Tap B to cancel, Mega Man Four or Mega Man Two and Three. Press B to cancel. <laughs> In this corner. We've got Sick Jake defending Mega Man... Which one was it? Line four. Defending Mega Man four.
1: No, it's the opposite. I'm I'm defending four.
0: You're right. Sick Jake... Yeah, there we go. In this corner, we have Sick Jake defending Mega Man two and three. Introduce yourself.
2: Hi, I'm Sick Jake. My opinion is more valid than GPs.
0: In that corner, we have GP of the Retro Therapy defending Mega Man 4. Hey, everybody. This is GP. (laughs) And in that corner over there, we've got Pulse. Hi. (laughs) Sick Jake and GP are going to be debating between these games. And uh, basically, Pulse and I are just going to be stirring the pot a little bit and moderating.
3: Oh, I'm good at this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Have at it, boys. We should start by saying, like, you know, where this came about is uh, on when GPU is streaming and we're talking about Mega Man. And I want to say, GPU said Mega Man 4 was, what, your favorite or second favorite? Favorite, yeah. Yeah, and that's just crazy. That's just crazy to me. That's crazy to everybody in the free world. Nope. I mean, I don't mind Mega Man 4. I used to own it. But when somebody sits down and says, give me your favorite Mega Man game, it's almost always two and sometimes three. After After that, they kind of go downhill. I think it's crazy. So I have a list of points why I think Mega Man Four is tra- uh, just utter trash. Okay, it's hot garbage, and I'm here to tell you why. Damn. And okay, I, I hear what you're saying, but in
1: a more <laughs> realistic way, I'm not listening at all.
2: That's just like my wife. I, I see how this is going to go.
1: All right, I, I guess you want to start off,
2: or you want me to start off?
1: No, you're you're coming at me. So you give me your 15 bullet points, and I will tell you. Why I think you're not right. Fight.
2: I mean, I'm not going to sit here and argue the merits of the naming convention that Mega Man uses for their bosses. We know they're never good, okay? But That's true. Mega Man 4 is when they really start taking a nosedive into just mediocrity, all right? Some of them are just bad, like just lame. So the first one I want to talk about is point number one. Toad Man is far too easy to kill. He's often the first boss that players will take take on and to actually beat him, you don't need any special weapons. He may have weaknesses, but who gives a fuck? You just move to the left, ping, ping, ping. Move to the right, ping, ping, ping. And he's dead. You literally just sidestep his jumping, and he's dead in like 30 seconds. He is the easiest boss in the entire franchise, and it's terribly lame. Okay, here's why you're wrong. You said the word entire franchise, and I want to
1: point out, every Mega Man has one incredibly easy fight. Mega Man 2, which you're saying is better than 4, has multiple incredibly easy fights. Flash Man, very easy to kill with the Buster. Metal Man can be killed in one hit with his own weapon.
2: Okay, with his own weapon, but when do you have that? Not till the end of the game.
1: Yeah, well, you don't need it. Like, you can still very easily beat him with uh, with the Buster in a very similar way to what you said with Toad Man. Jump, bink, bink, bink. Jump, bink, 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 dead. So every Mega Man has to have one easy fight. Toadman, I agree, is very easy, but that is not a different thing than every other uh, game in the Mega Man franchise.
2: For me, what sets it apart is how little Mega Man moves to avoid Toadman. It's two steps left and two two steps right. Every other, and you're right, I give you that, every game has an easy boss to start off with. It needs that. But all the other games, or at least two and three, that easy boss is still quite tricky. And can still be difficult to beat with just a the buster. There's more movement, dodging, and projectiles. Whereas Toadman's only attack is he jumps at you, he leaps, and it's pathetic. It's, it's horrifying.
1: <laughs> but I mean, Flashman—he freezes you, at, you know, and then shoots, and it doesn't do that much damage. And you can have him killed by the time he gets over to the left side of the screen. So before he even cycles across the entire thing, you can have him dead. So. Yeah, I, I got to stand by it. Uh, to say he's easy, you're right. To say he's the only easy fight in the entire franchise, uh, I think is wrong.
2: I'll give you the point that there's an easy boss fighter in each of the games. I still think he's the lamest.
1: He is pretty lame. Lame, lame, lame <laughs> is a good point.
2: Okay. Number two.
0: What about... Wait, wait, wait.
2: No, sorry. <laughs>
1: Toad
0: you guys Man? are
2: there. I'm sorry. Bubble Man. Yeah, who gets the point on
1: that you're one?
0: You're telling me Toad Man is lame. But then you're you you fight a guy who literally attacks you with bubbles.
3: I don't know. I thought toadman and Airman were the same. I thought they were brothers, but with like different skin colors.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: look. Bubble Man. Look, if you guys aren't gonna it's, take this seriously. We're just
0: we're just here to lead. stir it. You guys can continue.
2: <laughs> Those bubbles cause lead poisoning. That's a serious concern to children everywhere. And here Dr. Wiley creates a monster, a boss called Bubble Man that shoots bubbles with lead in them. That's just just bad and evil.
1: Okay, but if we're going to if we're going to take this to the wily extreme, the only time you can actually physically kill Wily to where he never comes back is with Toadman's weapon. That is that is truth That is documented. That is not opinion.
2: There's a use for Toadman's weapon in the game?
1: Yes, and it's to actually kill the human Wily.
2: So I never used it in the game ever. I saw such a worthless weapon.
3: <laughs> well, who do you take on after you fight Toadman then?
2: Brightman Brightman, yeah, yeah, but Brightman's not exactly difficult either. You can use pretty much anything to beat him.
1: But none of them are difficult if you have the right weapon. That's the the beauty part of of Mega Man.
2: I suppose so.
0: The joys of rock paper scissors. <laughs> right.
1: Let, let's let's turn to to uh, Palsh and Werewolf. Who do you think gets the point for point number one?
2: Oh shit, we're doing this, are we? I,
0: I don't
1: know. Is it? I I don't really care win lose or draw. I'm just happy to be here.
0: I didn't know we were doing that. I thought Pulse and I were just gonna like make. Trouble. Okay, that, I like that. That's even
1: better. <laughs> That's even better, because if I lose this thing, I don't. I don't need it being held over my head forever.
3: But anyways,
1: <laughs> but anyways, okay. Point number but two. Jake.
2: Anyways, number two. Look, this game. the change from this, and Wily is at first not the villain. Is Doctor Cossack, who from his and this is from the manual, his Siberian citadel, is jealous of Doctor Light's robots, so he creates eight mechanicians of his own and sends him out to fight Mega Man his Siberian citadel, Dr. Cossack, the Russian stereotypes are all over this game. And it's so just, it's lame. It's it's dated. It just looks terrible. Even this castle at the end of the game, it's just the, the same Russian-style palace architecture. I mean, it's bad. It's a stereotype.
1: They call that cultural sensitivity. But I understand. My, my response to that is, is just what I said the other day. Do you even 80s, bro? Like every franchise from the 80s, uh, had horrible, horrible and inaccurate Russian stereotypes. Uh, I would quote Rocky IV. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that's that's what it was in the 80s. We were at the height of the Cold War until Rocky Balboa stepped in. Um, but yeah, they were always the villains. That was the go-to for all the major franchises. And yes, they had, you know, uh, well, like I said, the architecture. That's cultural sensitivity. If, if they hadn't made Dr. Cossack's building look like the kremlin i think people would complain and be like why doesn't that look russian so it's expected it's a mainstay in 80s pop culturedom
2: oh i'm just i'm just checking my team of debaters over here what's that when was the release of mega man 4 1990 1991 this was not an 80s game well the 80s is a very fluid term nobody really knows when the (laughs) 80s ended
1: (laughs) it ended in 89 Yeah, but news didn't travel to Japan until much later. We didn't have the internet. Japan may have, I don't
2: know. I'm just saying, you're not wrong. 80s movies very much lean into the Russian stereotype, but that started to drift away quite a bit in the 90s. Um, Mega Man, it's it's calling back to an an era and a stereotype that is just, I I find it lame. But you're not wrong. You're right. I was looking at references to Russian uh, appropriation of culture through stuff. And even GoldenEye, which was also nineties take, had that with um Famik Jensen in it, who was Swedish. And Rocky Four, I wanna say Dolph Lundgren is I think he's also Swedish. Yeah, the Rocky series has had a couple Russians
1: uh in the franchise and zero of them have uh been portrayed by actual Russians. That's that's true. Yeah. No Russians but, actually cast to play Russians.
3: By the way, the Cold War ended in nineteen ninety one too, so oh, oh, maybe okay. Mega maybe Mega Man did it.
2: Yeah, right? Okay. Mega Man Four solve the Cold War.
3: Yeah, with that
0: in mind, then this game probably started development before the Cold War was over.
1: Probably, and it makes me wonder: is there a Russian port of this in which Dr. Cossack is like Dr. Johnson, and everything is just kind of backwards? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, to, yeah. To that point, again, I just think uh,
3: you just wanted to say Johnson again. I, l- I love it.
2: <laughs> oh, we'll get the we'll get the Johnsons. Hold on, my oh, next shit. point. Okay, go ahead. Next point. Number three, Dive Man just looks like a dildo. It's like Capcom realized in Mega Man 3 that Hard Man was just too obviously hard, a penis. Okay, so they had to tone it down for Dive Man, but he still looks like a dildo. But I don't see why that's bad. Like, has anybody ever complained
1: about the like? Nope, put that away. That looks like a dildo. I say absolutely no. If you put Dive Man on a on a T-shirt, I will buy the. F- out of that t-shirt, and I will wear that t-shirt proudly anywhere you want me to go. Because I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't disagree. He looks like a dildo. But I don't understand why that's a bad point. I would almost even put that in the pro column.
2: <laughs> so reviewers back in 1991, we were looking at this game and thinking, you know what? This game is a, is a sign for sexual expression of the 90s. They made this guy look like a dildo. Penises for everybody in retro. This is like game-changing.
1: Well, but they didn't call it retro then, they just called it current gaming.
2: Right, right. I'm <laughs> wrong there. I might not have prepared this list.
0: <laughs> oh, it's supposed to be a periscope?
1: Yeah, like a submarine with a periscope, okay. yeah. the uh, for her pleasure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is Dive Man ribbed?
2: <laughs> ribbed for Mega Man's pleasure. There, there or, you go. Or, you know, suffering, I guess. Yeah. Well and and they, you know, to that point,
1: I think it's it's not a big surprise that every time a new Mega Man comes out, there are several um unused robot masters that you know they wanted to put in, then they decided no, we can't. And they had to make him dildo shape because uh, Bushman was not acceptable. So
2: <laughs> we're eagerly waiting on that ROM hack where Bushman's brought back in Megaman Man 4. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, again, on that one, you're not wrong, but I just don't see it as a bad thing.
2: It just echoes that. And this is not just Mega Man 4's problem. The whole franchise, like this, where they they like to reuse character ideas for the bosses. Even Pulse, you mentioned it with um, which one did you mention? Airman and Frogman or Toadman look very similar in terms of design, right? They have the same body shape. And that's, you're not wrong. They, they use a lot of, the, they reuse a lot of ideas.
3: Yeah, boy. Sorry. Yeah,
2: point to Pulse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Paul, Paul Uh Number four, Cossack's mm-hmm. uh, daughter, Kalinka, mm-hmm. fuzzy hat. What's, they, what's the deal with the fuzzy hat? Why? why? Well, it's cold in Siberia.
1: And uh, as you mentioned before, there's a lot of Russian stereotypes. And it's not even that that's a stereotype, like in a negative way. That's just something they wear there. If your issue is, you know, the aesthetics or like wardrobe choices of the characters, um... I, I, I don't really have much for you on that. Just because Mega Man gets to change his wardrobe, you know, dozens of times. You know, I I, I don't know. I I understand why she's wearing a a, a furry hat. It's because her head's cold. Because they're in Siberia.
2: <laughs> right, but fur is murder, and you're rescuing this girl.
1: I'm sorry, but but have they established canonically that it's not fake fur?
2: A faux fur hat? You you think so?
1: This I think is
0: 20XX man. Come on, they were pretty advanced. Yeah,
2: it, it's 20XX man. <laughs> Yeah, live in the now. is the is 20XX.
1: Fur is murder, so we've stopped. Yeah, I think more research needs to go into that.
0: They don't even do real murder anymore. They do robot murder.
1: Robot <laughs> murder. Yeah, so that was from Furman. So, Proto Man's scarf is all synthetics. I yeah, I assume so. I don't really know. I until you show me a label that says pashmina, I'm not going to I'm not going to concede <laughs> to that one for Proto okay. Man. <laughs> all right. Uh this one I'm, Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I I think you're... That's a wonderful point. She is wearing a
2: hat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, number five, bit more technical. Performance in Mega Man 4 is slower than the past titles. Yes and no. I'm sorry. I don't want
1: to just jump in. You should expand on that if you would like.
2: No, not really. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, like, over, overall, like, I find the, the – uh, I mean, Mega Man franchise has an issue with slowdown on the NES, right, to the technical limitations. But it's especially <laughs> – shut up. <laughs> it's especially <laughs> prominent in Mega Man 4. It just seems like the, the sprite and what they're squeezing out of the game, there are certain issues that really slow down Mega Man's movement in certain spe- parts that really stand out to me compared to 2 and 3.
1: I disagree. See, I, I'm currently doing the retro achievements hunting on Mega Man 3, And the lag on that game, and I think this is a widely acceptable or widely accepted belief, Mega Man 3 has more lag than any other game in the franchise. I actually find 4 to feel very smooth with the incorporation of uh, a lot of new things that they've done. 3 added the slide. I think 4 perfected a lot of the things that 2 and 3 started to try to implement. The extra item systems with Rush, the slide, you know, 4 introduces the Mega Buster. But I think, honestly, that 3 is widely known and believed to have the most lag or slowdown
2: yeah i'm curious to see like if you if if megaman 3's chivos don't break your spirit entirely i'm looking forward to you playing megaman 4's chivos because i want to see if you face similar issues with that because i still find 4 is a less polished game slowdown wise than 3 I, I there's definitely flicker and slowdown in 3 don't get me wrong it's bad but i think it's i just find it worse than 4 but it's been a while since i played either game to be fair
1: do you remember that hornet that drops off the tiny hornets in Mega Man 3? Yes. And then everything goes to like four frames a, a second? <laughs> like there's there's no point in, in in Final Fantasy, sorry, in Mega Man 4 in which that happens. At least not that I can think of.
2: I'm trying to think because 2 had that enemy as well with the birds dropping an egg which hatched into small birds. 4 had to have something similar. I mean, they always copy everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, they do. A lot of it gets recycled, but I think, you know... There's enough of a time gap between Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 4 that they probably found a way to minimize the lag there. But yeah, I'll do that. I'll play the Chivos for 4, which I've already started, but I'll go back to them after we finish up 3 so that we can more uh, adequately do a
2: a side-by-side. I'll be curious to see what the results are of that one because, yeah, it's all anecdotal for me at this point, but I'm curious. Same. Uh, Paul Werewolf. what do you guys think so
3: far? I'm Uh, looking up Mega Man rejects trying to mess with you (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I do remember more slowdown in 3 I played through both games back to back 4 then 3 a little over a year ago with a friend of mine 4 actually felt a lot more fluid than 3 does
2: okay but more importantly are you pro or against fuzzy hat on girl
0: hey look cute pro
2: damn interesting (laughs) (laughs) okay next point All right, number 6 all right, look, the shield weapons in Mega Man are never good. I get that. But Skull Man's shield is so far inferior to Leaf Shield in two. Both are bad, but at least Leaf Shield has some kind of tactical use in, in areas. Skull Man's shield just, just spins around you. It does like nothing. It does like damage. I don't think it's useful against any bosses. If it is, it's very unnoticeable. You have to get in close to use it where Leaf Shield you can throw. Skull Shield is one of the worst weapons ever. In the franchise. Ah oh, man.
1: That's kind of like your first really solid point. <laughs> so I'm trying I'm I'm trying to think of the best way. That sounded more backhanded than I wanted it to be.
0: Can I help you counter it with Skullman's music is so much better than Woodman's?
1: Well and, and you're yeah, you're not wrong. But again, if the discussion is the actual functionality of the weapon, yes, it's 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 a redo of the leaf that you cannot throw. It does great damage to Dive Man, the dildo. And, uh, but, uh, you know, aesthetically, Skull Shield looks a lot more dope than Leaf Man. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. Like, what what do you think is going to do more damage to you? You know, like, IRL, I'm more terrified of skulls flying around a dude as opposed to leaves. One looks windy, the other looks demonic. (laughs) (laughs) But no, you're right. The fact that you can throw the Leaf Shield, I think absolutely you're right there. Gives the, uh... Gives the edge to Leaf Shield.
2: Okay. And to to be clear, Wolf's right. The music in that stage is really great. I actually, out of the entire game, that is my favorite stage. And I actually like the boss, but only because there's a glitch. And I'm going to say it here because I don't know when else I can brag that I know this. But if you have the wire weapon, the the grappling hook weapon uh, unlocked, and you go to Skullman stage, when you get to the boss chamber, shoot the wire weapon to the ceiling and pull up. And when you're attached to the ceiling, something weird happens with Skullman. And he freezes, and then you can actually control kind of what he does. You can make him shoot, make him jump, make him do a shield by pushing different inputs on a controller while you're attached to the ceiling. Really, it is the coolest. It's the coolest glitch. It's completely useless because you can't shoot the guy hanging from the ceiling. But the fact that your movement inputs are tied to what the bosses do—I mean, it's really illustrated with this glitch—and I find it very, I find it interesting. I did not know
1: any. You can't of that.
3: do that. Wow, you way to break, bring me up, and then tear me down.
1: <laughs> paul's Sch- Paul is in love with glitching i don't know if anybody knows that <laughs> okay so next point you're, you're right about the leafs okay
2: speaking of uh the wire mm-hmm. number seven you have to repeat dive Man's stage if you want to get the wire so when you go into the stage you have to find the hidden hole that's what yeah. she said <laughs> get the wire weapon then you have to restart it to go and beat dive Man. And, like, look, we all, I know you all love the water stages. Everybody loves water, underwater stages in Mega Man, especially when the jump physics are so jacked you fly off the skillet into spikes every opportunity. But, like, it's just lame. It's not good.
3: If you jumped any higher in that game, then the the moon music from DuckTales starts playing. <laughs> uh,
1: see, I don't think you have to redo the stage. Yes, if you get the wire thing, you have to do a, a, a small portion of the stage over. But it's no different than if you die, like there's checkpoints throughout the stage. And it's not like it takes you all the way back to the beginning. You go back to the midpoint.
2: Uh, it's still, you're still repeating sections of the stage, though.
1: But then your argument is also I don't like that I have to redo the stage if I die. So it's really not about wire. It's just about an inability to play it well. That sounded shady. I didn't mean that. What I meant to say <laughs> is uh, getting, getting the wire is no different than you know, dying on a level. So I, I, it never really stood out to me as like a flaw in the game any more so than just that having to redo portions of stage if you die. And the reason that point is important is because you do the same thing in Mega Man 2 and 3. If you die in 2 or 3, you have to go back and replay a portion from your last checkpoint. So it's not a new thing.
0: Is it really that much worse than the water section in Gemini Man's no, level?
2: nothing is worse than that. Maybe the okay, bees. this one. It's kind of hard because there's a lot more spikes in this level, if I'm not wrong.
0: Gemini Man has that weird water section where you have a few platforms underneath where you can jump high out of the water, but then you're having to hop over the water and it's big open pits and fish are shooting missiles up at your feet.
2: Right. So what I do with that section, I usually just skip it with the rust jet, if I remember if I'm thinking the same spot. Yeah, you are. So I never had an issue with that area. Whereas four, you're you're underwater the entire time and there's spikes bloody everywhere.
1: But they also do a great job in for specifically Dive Man's stage of designing the level so that you don't have to jump that much. You incorporate the slide much more than you do the jump if you do it right. So if the jumping physics is what we're talking about, you don't like to jump in water. Again, there's not much I can do for you, but try, try sliding more. At least with Gemini Man, you've got that awesome section with like the fish eggs that you can shoot. I find that to be oddly enjoyable.
2: Is that weird? It's like popping pimples. Kind of, yeah. yeah.
1: But then the the pimples swim at you, and then you can shoot them again and collect weapons. It's, it's dope. It's cool. Nothing better. But no, I I don't think that's a, a major point. At least I've never looked at it, you know, going back to the wire uh, replay thing. You don't got to do the whole stage. It's no different than
2: dying, which I do frequently. So it, it never really bugged me. Uh, I just find it not ideal, but I, I see your point. All right, number eight. This one, actually, I, I kind of struggled. There's two weapons in Mega Man 4 that I find it particularly overpowered and out of balance with the rest of the game. But I chose to pick on Ring Boomerang, which is got a huge hitbox for a Mega Man weapon. It's fast, it does the shoot back, and the cost is pretty reasonable for how much damage it does. It does a lot of damage and it hits everything. I find it way overbalanced in the game compared to other weapons.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Same thing kind of with Pharaoh Man. There's yes, a way that okay. you can manipulate Feral Man to double your your weapons energy. But to that point, again, if I'm going to defend that, I would go back to Metal Man from Mega Man 2. As mentioned previously, you can kill Metal Man with one hit of his own weapon during the refights. But even before that, if you kill Metal Man first, you can automatically kill any of the other Robot Masters very easily, as most of them are inordinately weak to Metal Man. And even if they're not the cost of using a metal disc is minimal. You can shoot two or three off before it takes like one pez of weapons energy. So I get what you're saying. You're not wrong. But again, that's not unique to four.
2: Yeah, the metal the metal blade from two is definitely very powerful compared to the other weapons in that game. It's almost a staple. Like I've done playthroughs of two, I want to say, where I've done Buster and Metal Blade and not touched anything else. Like that's how powerful it is. The differences in, in this one and four is the hitbox I find is bigger and just, it just seems to sweep more but yeah I agree you're right and two also has this as well I was also torn because you also mentioned pharaoh shot pharaoh shot is also a super powerful weapon uh, one you can exploit I want to say this is the one where you can use it with infinite energy if you pause on pause when it's above your head and you can also just kill things with it being over your head which I think is interesting
1: right well and then you can you can charge it invisibly and that that's what I was talking about. I don't know about the pause strat with that, but if you fire off a shot you know and then charge it, it'll hover over your head. if you run into something and it takes away that shot, if you're still holding B it will recharge invisibly right and then whenever you release the shoot button it it'll it'll fly out so it's still full yeah yeah there's there's a lot of ways to completely kind of yeah, you're right that's that's op. But again, it's not a thing that's unique, in my opinion, to 4. All right, number
2: nine. Okay, you're going to fight me on this one. Number <laughs> nine. So <laughs> Mega Man 4 has a much more generous rate of extra lives than the past games. Okay, they drop like candy. Like, I I'm all, I never run out of lives in Mega Man 4. It just they drop all the time. And I'm not even talking from our little red you know, toilet seat flip top. They, like, just outside of him, you still get more lives. I find Mega Man 4 is easier by far than 1, 2, and 3. And just just as the sheer amount of lives you get.
1: Uh, there's some good points there. There are places in the previous iterations to farm extra lives. Four is generous uh, with the power-ups, but that said, three I think was hard and stuffed full of extra stuff that did not need to be there. To the point that they probably got the feedback about, hey, this is this is uh, unreasonably difficult for a Mega Man game, and so they maybe overcompensated. By de-escalating the severity of things in four, if that makes sense. So they they said here's three, where everything is tough, and then you've got to do the the doc robot refights, which is the hardest thing ever, and all of this extra. <laughs> and then people rioted, and they're like, "This game sucks. It's too too hard." So they said, "Well, let's let's give them something a little more bubble gum," and that is what happened with four.
3: But I was asking for bubble bath. Bubble bath.
2: <laughs> Careful. The bubbles have lead oh god
1: oh crap
2: <laughs> that's the uh
1: yeah so it, it's a fair point but you know to me if i've got to defend that point that's the reason why um i still think that four is more difficult than two i find two to be incredibly uh bubble wrapped everything is incredibly easy and yes those bubbles have lead too <laughs> but yeah two is super easy one can be difficult but once you've beaten it it's cheese three is still hard
2: so you're saying, you're saying four is harder than two and one, or just harder than two?
1: Harder than two. One, if you're new to it, like I've played one enough that yeah, I I think one is easier than than four. And I think for, I think you're crazy. I I think a lot of people would probably agree with you on that, but that's that's my my hot take on it. Um, but one notwithstanding, four easier than no, sorry, two easier than four, four easier
2: than three. Yeah, there's spots in two that I think I find incredibly difficult. You're right about three. Three is is fairly consistently hard throughout. Four, there are some spots, some areas that are difficult, but I find a lot of the stages quite easy. Um, and then the few have easy bosses. I, I've never had an issue with beating four. Uh, it's two and three. I, well, one, I've, I've never beaten, to be fair. I I find the game incredibly difficult. But two and three, I find far harder easy no harder than four four is fairly easy for me
1: well there's yeah with two i mean the hardest part to me in two is the purple room of doom or whatever the (laughs) they call it it's easy to that up and if you do you've got to you know lose all your lives go back and continue so you can refill up on your charge uh charge weapon or crash crash weapon sorry so yeah yeah four four is kid gloves absolutely but um yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I I don't agree with that one, but I get what you're saying. So it's, it's a fair fair assessment.
2: Yeah, like you're right. The sequence into two where you have to, if you, you mismanage your energy for your weapons incorrectly, you basically cannot proceed. That's not fun for anybody. That's just bad design.
1: Right. Especially, you know, target audience at the time being, you know, kids. That's, yeah. they, they don't really have that kind of inventory awareness. That's fair. Okay. So what else we got?
2: Uh, let's see here. Number 10, so this is kind of a continuation of Ring Boom Ring being overpowered. But for number 10, Fortress bosses are weak to the same bloody weapons. Uh, there are two weapons in particular, Ring Shot and Pharaoh Shot. Both can take down two each different and uh, bosses in Wiley's Castle or Cossack Castle sections. Um, this is more than any other weapon, I think, in the, this game for sure. And I want to say earlier ones as well. The fact that Ring Shot and Pharaoh Shot not only being, I find, overpowered in their own right but are also the weakness for several bosses is crazy to me.
1: They they have a history of doing this, and they didn't really learn their lesson from four because they did that with the buster. Just your standard buster in five is kind of like the best thing you can use. But to that point, like you said, it's a continuation of a previous point, so the logic is a continuation like my rebuttal will be the same. Metal Man, you can take down anything. What they did with the bosses in the Wily Castle being weak to the same stuff is an overcorrection, and like, a, a, again, the word antithesis comes up of what they did in 3. 3 had so many extra boss fights and all the extra castle stuff that you were constantly trying to figure out what weapon to use. And with 4, it's like, let's just streamline it, you know. So the only challenge there is, are they going to run out of weapons energy? And as you as you stated, the game is kind of slutty with your, your power drops or your power-ups. So, yeah, it's a bit neutered, but again, the logic behind it still stands. And it's not the first or last time they've done that.
3: Is there a neutered man in any of them? There should be. We call those eunuchs.
2: Again, we're eagerly awaiting that ROM hack. (laughs) Uh,
1: So yeah, you know, factually, you have a very good point. But again, the rebuttal there is, it's it's not a specific
2: thing to Mega Man 4. So I don't think it can count against 4. Next one, number 11. The music in Ringman's stage is boring as f***. It's probably one of the least liked tracks in a Mega Man game.
1: Yeah, and again, that's fair, but I would I would urge you to consider uh, Dustman from Mega Man 4's stage. That more than makes up for that one, and uh, there are ways around that. You can mute the TV, or you can record at Dustman's <laughs> stage, and then play that while you play Ringman's stage again. Uh, so yeah, again, factually, that's a great point. There are ways around it, and... Mega Man 1 soundtrack sucks. Two is pretty well beloved, but I think the the back half of two is great. The the boss fight stages are not as good. And then three sucks. Three three has a couple of bangers. No, never mind. All of three has a good soundtrack. And uh yeah, the Ringman stage is a complete misstep. I agree. But it's more than made up for with the other, other sounds.
3: Jake, I just want to step in here and say, How dare you fight opinion with fact? <laughs> yeah, there's
1: no room for that here.
2: Not in this podcast. Speaking of which, you can always mute Mega Man f- you can always mute Mega Man 4 and listen to your favorite podcast like press B to cancel. Every two weeks we do an episode with 120 years of combined gaming experience.
1: Yeah, see, that's a great point. Um so I, I accept your your concession.
2: Number twelve, there's been a series of awkward mechanics, gameplay mechanics that may not work in the Mega Man franchise, but I find in Bright Man's stage the light dark mechanic just completely unfair and crappy. Just you have to you accidentally kill the light bulb enemies most of the time, which shuts out the lights, which means you can't see the jumps, which means you die. I find that entire section grating on my nerves.
1: Uh we're we're man, I I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I don't disagree. I hate that. I hate that mechanic when they do it in any game. And to that point, they do that in Mega Man 3.
0: It's not as unforgiving in Shadow Man's stage?
1: You mean like if you're just patient, it'll go away?
0: No, I just mean there's not as many uh, blind pit jumps.
1: There's so many pit jumps. and But again, one of the main parts that you're talking about with Bright Man, uh, that's an optional section. Like there's, there's two parts. One is fairly easy. The more difficult part you don't even have to do. That's just for an e-tank and extra lives. There's a small portion that is mandatory, but they give you enough light beforehand, in my opinion, to be able to to execute that well. The only way you can get through it in Mega Man 3 is to either know the terrain, because there's a lot of highs and a lot of lows, or just wait until the thing disappears. So for me, it's, it's splitting hairs. Both suck, but for different reasons. If you want to say one sucks more than the other, the only thing I can say is practice more.
2: <laughs> okay, my number is Shadow Man Station <laughs> 3. Is that an enemy that triggers the light and dark? I can't remember.
0: Yes, it's a a weird sort of strobe light thing on the ceiling that does it.
1: Yeah, but it's constantly, if I remember this right, crawling from right to left. Mm -hmm. So the moment it leaves the screen, the lights return.
0: Yeah, I always took it as it was sort of like a disco ball light feature. And so its lights are so bright, it makes the sort of stars passing around underneath instead of you seeing the regular light. And then once it's off screen, lighting reverts to normal. Very abstract way to look at it. But
2: can you shoot it?
0: Yeah, you can shoot at it and break it too if you can jump high
2: enough. Okay, all right.
1: And then in four, if I'm not mistaken, when it's dark, you can turn the lights back on by shooting the little firework guys. Is that correct?
2: Yes, but it's just, again, you're so busy trying to navigate the train and jump that I almost never hit those things. I just didn't like it.
1: No, I, I got gotcha. you. And no, it's it, again, my, my, I don't want to say that you're wrong because uh, you're not, you're factually very correct. Uh, but it, it, again, it's not a specific thing to that game. That's just your least favorite version of it.
2: All right. Number 13, Mega Man 4, at the start, you're thinking, oh, great. They're not rehashing the same story from the last three games. They've tried new villain, a new dynamic, but no surprise, what a twist! It's Wily behind Dr. Cossack all along. He kidnapped her daughter and made him do it. And you still have to fight Wily at the end. I find that just just cowardice on Capcom's part. They create a new villain and they didn't follow through with it and keep him the entire game. And they went back to the same trope of Dr. Wily, who's been done again and again and again. Every time I see that UFO at the end of a Mega Man game, I'm like, what a trope.
1: But again, I, that's not a thing specific to 4. So many of your points are just like, why, you know, there are things you don't like about the series, not about 4.
0: Hey, 4 set a precedent for the rest of the franchise.
1: Well, you know, the, and that's that's true. Um, You know, oh, you mean Proto Man's not the big bad? You know, who, who's behind it this time?
2: Oh, it's Wily. What? You mean Sig... Okay, no. Is, 3, the story was Wily still, wasn't it? Oh, it's always Wily, yeah. Okay. It's always Wily. Yeah, but that's what I'm
1: saying. Like, 3 was the first one where they start to... Redirect you away from Wiley. They don't really explain it with the Doc Master refights, but again, that's that's stuff that they added before the Wiley Castle, and to me, that's really where that started. All they did—the only difference between three and four—is they gave you backstory. So in that way, I would say, you know what? You're welcome. At least we can we can explain to you why this is different, why we're punishing you.
0: Yeah, with five, it was uh, it was Proto Man, but wait, no, it's Wiley. Yeah. And then six, yeah. it was this big competition. No, wait, it's Wiley. Right, you know, they they just kept it yeah. up, and they, I mean, they loved it so much they kept it up with Mega Man X. Sigma yeah. does the same thing.
1: Yeah, Sigma does the exact same thing, and it it's it, it it kind of sucks. But then again, if they ever actually had a Mega Man game where it wasn't Wiley, I would be a little concerned. I'd be like, oh shit, somebody go check on Wiley. We need to see if he's okay. <laughs> Don't um, somebody and, you think know. of Wiley, right? So uh, you know, the, yeah. A- again. um yeah, it's it's the first time they did something new. It becomes a trope, like you said, but it's not a trope in four because, as you mentioned, it's the first time they do it. So at the time, it was fresh. Also, have you watched any M Night Shyamalan movies? You might want to avoid those. I have
2: many. I
0: would of also them. like to mention: in Mario, it's always Bowser. In Sonic, it's always Eggman. It it <laughs> you can't fault Capcom for it always being Wily
2: but capcom tried at first it's like oh they did something different this is great but then they didn't lack the they had just didn't have the balls to go through with the entire thing of having one new villain they had to go back to wily again I, i wish they
1: did have the balls but again when four came out uh they thought oh god that's a twist that's genius so if that is your complaint about four that's cool But that only applies in the entire series, like, big picture. Because, again, back in 1991 at the end of the Cold War, thank you, Mega Man, uh, (laughs) it was a twist. It was new. It was fresh. It was hot. It was now. It was wow. It was hip. It was happening. It was fresh. Did I say fresh?
0: And I think X3 almost copy-pasted this thing with uh, Dr. Doppler. That's
2: true. Yeah, he was being manipulated. All right. Number 14, In body, in essence, his entire character... Dustman is literally garbage, <laughs> and his stage is on fire, which would make it what? Hot garbage, yeah, exactly. Oh, yes, God, hearing you say that is <laughs> is
1: medicine for my soul. Uh, and I uh, I will gladly concede that one. He is a character <laughs> made out of and surrounded by trash, uh, and a vacuum cleaner that also works in reverse. But I <laughs> can love it. Again, I'm. It's like the dildo man or dive man. <laughs> I'm not hearing anything <laughs> bad here. Also, his music is, as his stage, complete fire. It's amazing.
2: Yeah, the soundtrack is great. I absolutely concede that. Him and Skullman's music I actually like the most out of the game and I think are great, but everything else for the stage.
1: I think ultimately, if we were in the same room, we could high five over how absurd uh, Dustman is, but also kind of how great he is because of it. <laughs> but yeah, no I you again, you're spitting facts at me and I can't I can't debate that. He is right. he's a trash-related bad guy, but that's that's not necessarily a weakness
2: or a bad thing. All right, my final point, and that's one that's very dear to my heart. I hate bad character design. I hate it. I don't like it. Dildo man aside. Every so often Mega Man adds a new character to a game and I just don't get the concept. I don't get it. In Mega Man 4, a little red guy who Well, I guess you see his mouth at the Bomba Sprite, so the top of his head must be his ass. So he literally shits items at you to, quote-unquote, help you. More often than not, he shoots that weapon energy to you when you least suspect it, and you don't have a weapon equipped, so it's wasted. Or, you know, he gives you a little energy dot. He gives you almost nothing relevant, except sometimes you win the lottery, and you get an e-tank and a life. But this is Mega Man 4, and you have those already. So he's literally useless. He's a waste of memory (laughs) space in the cartridge. He's red. He's tiny. He vomits at you. It's flip top. And I hate him. His name is Eddie. And, you know, if you don't like small little
1: gifts from obscure, you know, people, then I will ask you to gladly shred all of your $5 Christmas checks from your grandma. But I would also like to point out that there have been times where, man, I've needed $5. And I remember, oh, yeah, that check from my grandma is here.
2: Okay, but gra- your grandma's not named Eddie, and neither is Flip Top. I'm pulling this from the manual. His name is freaking Flip Top, man. Okay, well then, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got me there. I thought it was Eddie. Of course, that could just be what my co- my grandma calls him. <laughs> no, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain about you know getting extra little bonuses here and there. It's it's a gold star on a good day. But yeah, if if you don't like the character design. I don't know. I don't know how else they would have done it. It was a cutesy little thing they added because, you know, like they did that with Rush. Rush, of course, much more functional and necessary. But I think in Ford, they're like, well, let's add something else that's kind of cute that we can use to sell toys. And they probably did. Look, nobody can hate on a dog. No, that's true.
2: But everybody can hate on a walking toilet.
1: That's, that's yeah, that's a good point. But, uh, again, I, I don't think him spitting out – and you can kind of glitch him, not glitch him, but – uh If you show up on the screen where he is and he spits something out and you don't like it, leave the screen without collecting the item and come back and he'll still be there and he'll give you something new.
2: Actually, that is a good tip too.
3: Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah. Was he necessary? No. But do I hate him? No. Will I call him at Christmas? Yes.
3: I'm cutting you guys both off because this is getting way too heated and I'm getting uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) Jake, thank you for for debating me on this. This is fun for
3: me. I'm glad that uh, it ended on the 15th. Where you were planning to? Because I'm I'm just getting worried for our friendships. So, I mean, we we just lost Werewolf. He he had to run because Mega Man Four is actually Werewolf's favorite Mega Man of the original six. So uh so he got he got a little upset. It's it's, <laughs> it's fair, but uh, I think we're we're gonna have to close this one out. Maybe maybe we can uh, discuss something like this similar in the future. Just to <laughs> see if just to see if we can get uh, Jake. Make us make us angry.
2: There are many bad games in the franchise out there still.
1: And I, I can't wait <laughs> yeah. for you to turn me on them. I will continue to try to be like Teflon and not let anything stick. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love it. I love your logic and all of it. And it, it provides me with good insight into what you think are weaknesses for for video games. So it's, it's cool. So thank you.
3: All right. So, Jake, we're cool. We're all cool. GP? I, th- I think we can live. Okay, cool. I'm going to send you, you GP.
1: some Mega Man checks with $5 written on them for Christmas. And I cannot wait till Flip Top gets here. And I'm going to put in the memo, love, Eddie.
3: From Grandma Eddie. Make sure to post-date them a year apart. <laughs> say what? Make sure to post-date <laughs> them a year apart.
1: Yeah, when I have to find out where to order checks with a Q-U-E-S at the end. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. All right,
3: guys. Ladies and gentlemen, let's close this one out. Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to say this all on behalf of Werewolf here because uh, he had to jet. Where can we find you, GP?
1: Uh, I am on the Retro Therapy on Twitch. You can also find the Retro Therapy on Twitter and Instagram.
3: And what's what's this GP stand for, by the way?
1: I wanted to come up with something smart ass, so I will just say Great Debater or Guy Prime. I'm not good at spelling.
3: <laughs> great, de, great debater. Okay. Anyways, so, so <laughs> Sick Jake, where can we find you? And I'm Sick Jake.
2: You can find me on Twitch and Twitter. I stream sometimes. And I promise you, you'll never just ever see me stream a trash game. I can't say that with a straight face because I play
3: Warframe. Yes, this is true. All right. And I'm Polish109. You can find me also on twitch.tv slash Polish109. That's P A L S H 109. Also, anybody who never caught it, Sick Jake is S I C J A K E. The retro therapy. <laughs> Typical is spelling. too long for me to spend, uh, spell. The, so, uh, the retro therapy. <laughs> the retro therapy and we also have werewolf it's w-a-r-e-w-u-l-f-f it's like a call sign for a radio find him on twitter and twitch and all the good stuff guys again thank you for being here and uh, until next time
1: bye bye hey also when we do the outro music instead of playing our theme song we
2: should play Ringman's music <laughs>
1: or, or uh, uh, Trashman or uh, whatever Dustman, thank you. wait
2: what custom music screw you that means I need to record the outro all over again I mean special thanks to Arthur the Ancient on SoundCloud for our banging theme he also released a new OST recently by the way check it out on Bandcamp I can't believe I'm recording this again we had a process for more episodes check out pressb to cancelcom you can also subscribe on Google Apple Podcasts Spotify Well, not SoundCloud, because they only let you do 10 episodes, so fuck those guys. Oh, and follow us on Twitter, you can guess the handle. And we got a Patreon coming soon, because, yeah, we're going to sell out like that. Got to pay for the hosting costs, you know. Because Daddy needs new pair of everything.